Okay. Sweet. Thank God. Made it in. Almost didn't. Almost texted you boys and said, hey, let's do it tomorrow. But I was like, fuck it. It feels good to get out of the house. It's uh, Labor Day. Happy Labor Day to all the people out there. Let's uh, hear what Labor Day even is, because probably most of you don't know. You guys know? No. Labor Day is a federal holiday in the United States celebrated on the first Monday in September in any given year to honor and recognize the American labor movement and the works and contributions of laborers to the development and achievements of the United States. It is the Monday of the long weekend known as Labor Day. Okay, so happy Labor Day to the laborers out there. It's actually a good holiday. That's actually a fucking one of the one of the better holidays where I think people really let their hair down a bit and uh, get a little crazy. But what I've been doing, still been fucking sick. This I haven't been sick like this for a minute. This is way worse than the COVID was, and I think it was the RS. RSV cold, maybe the RS cold, one of those colds, and from our trip to Cleveland, it turned into bronchitis, I think, it says I have all the symptoms, I didn't go in, because I was reading, there's nothing you can really do about it, Uh, so I've just been, you know, I'm almost adapting to being sick, it's weird, it's weird, at first when I get sick, I'm bitching about not being at the gym, bitching about not training, bitching about all this, like, ugh. And then you just adapt, learn to just to fucking enjoy my downtime. And what I'm supposed to be doing right now as I'm sick is just resting. So accepting that and just fucking resting. It's weird with all the surgeries, like the jaw surgeries and bicep surgeries and knee surgeries. It's weird how quickly, even, even with my fucking Invisalign, it's weird how quickly you adapt to something. At first, it's like, holy fuck, I can't do this. I can't do this. This is going to really take a toll on my life. And then a couple weeks down the road, you just start adapting to it, not letting it fucking make you depressed. Uh, yeah, so really haven't been doing much. Mariah's been fixing some really good snacks, really good nutritious snacks. We uh, watched, uh, oh, we'll get, that, get into that in a bit, but we've been watching some good-ass shows. And we watched the fights last night. We could re, uh, recap the fights real quick. Because uh, the first, I, I pretty much watched the main card. The preliminary card was like, eh. I wish I would have watched the Jack Shore kid. 15 to 0 now. That's a good ass record. And he'll probably end up fighting Sugar soon, eventually. I should have watched him, but I, I did a little stream, a little game stream. My boy Julian Arosa, known him for a long, long time, fought a lot on a lot of the same cards as him in uh, Tacoma, Washington. Super nice kid. Uh, when, when they're on the Ultimate Fighter, he was on there too. Just a cool laid-back kid, and it's good to see him. He's had a lot of ups and downs. Got knocked out. Got cut from the UFC. Anyone who gets cut from the UFC too, cut from the UFC, it's so weird because it's going through your mind. Okay, do I do I find something a little more stable? Because now i got to fight these smaller shows that don't pay fucking shit. And I'm getting brain damage, or do I just keep going? Keep going, keep trucking, and then get back in the UFC. So it's good good for him. He, I think he's on a two-fight win streak now. 
he had a couple devastating losses, but they came back with a submission last night. I, I, I like seeing him win because he's just a fucking a good dude. And then the Patty Pimblet fight. Patty the Batty Pimblet. The kid's a character. I saw one video of him talking shit on Sugar a little bit. Uh, making fun of him about his ankle and stuff. But I like... The kid's pretty fucking exciting. He's got a... I don't know what you call it. A Dixie cut? <laughs> like a bull cut. A bull cut or a... What's that cut called, Jay? Patty Pimblet cut. That's- that's what we call it here, bowl cut. There was like a phase in high school where everybody had a bowl cut. What does a what does a pixie cut look like? Let's pixie see cut here. is like a mom, like mom gets that cut, like a stepmom. Or is that like an Ellen DeGeneres? Oh no, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> pixie cut. It's not a pixie cut. It's a. Is it a bob? A little bob cut. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, it looks like it, but it's he's such a funny looking kid. But he's, and, like, talking shit about everybody in the yeah. UC. I think he's just trying to obviously get everybody's attention, which he kind of is. Uh, yeah, he 100% is. What did his Instagram go up to? Bro, that shit went up, like, crazy. I think it was, like, 169. I don't know. I, d- I didn't even check what he was before. I think it was 50,000 before, but he also said in one post that his Instagram got deleted at 150. That sucks when you get your IG deleted, huh? Or banned or whatever. Dude, I haven't had that yet. I'd be pissed, though. Start all over. It's so. just fucking bullshit. I don't even know if I'd... I don't know. Damn, he's at two, 297 now. Yeah. Wow. He was, at, he was like 169 yesterday after the fight. Damn, that's fucking up. awesome. Good for him. I know he's been around for a long a long time too, grinding in cage warriors. But I love seeing characters like that come in. First of all, he looks like an Ellen DeGeneres. His, <laughs> uh, his accent is... Super fucking entertaining. You can barely understand him, but it's pretty funny. And he's super confident. He <coughs> reminds me a lot of Darren Till when Till just first entered the UFC with that really gleaming confidence, Um, which is, is sweet to see. And it's sweet to see people rise and become a star. But yeah, I was glad to see him win. He, 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 I was like, oh, fuck, he's about to get knocked out. He's going to get out the way he's backing up. And anytime you're backing up in MMA, especially when you're the taller fighter, you never want to rise, get higher than you were before. You want to stay low or stay the same height and then circle or decide what you're going to do. But rising up, for people who can cover distance quick and cover distance with their combos and get their feet close enough, that's a dangerous thing. And good striker, a good explosive striker, especially at 155, might make him pay for that. Is he Unless more of a he fixes it. Or what? I think he is I think he's pretty well rounded. I think he's a decent grappler. He has lot of, lots of subs. Uh let me look. But I love I love people at the beginning of their career when they're they're this confident. You know, it's mm-hmm. fun watching them and and I think that confidence gets them a long way. But he got wobbled a couple times and I was like, oh this motherfucker's about to get KO'd. But uh the other kid he fought was he like has he been in the UFC for a while? I, I think the other kid he fought was one and two in the UFC, but Patty Pimblet, 26, 5'10", 155 pounds, seventeen wins, six KO, seven submissions. Uh yeah, so pretty well rounded and a finisher. But yeah, I was like, oh shit, he he straight up might get fucking KO'd, and he ended up getting wobbled, came back, which is a sweet sweet to do on a UFC debut. 
I'm glad he ended up winning so we can see what's next for him. But the 155 division, I, I feel like there's nothing. He's not like super fucking fast twitch muscle. His eyes and his range were that good, like like a young Connor. But uh, it'll always it'll it'll be fun to keep watching him fight. Modesto's Cleo Roundtree. The Cleo Roundtree, man, he came out there and fucked this guy up. He fucking broke his nose, turned the guy's nose sideways in the first minute. And that kid stayed tough. And Cleo's so explosive and strong. And when when you're that explosive and strong and you hurt someone in the first round, you have that decision. Be like, do I do I empty my tank here and possibly get a finish? Or do I empty my tank and then end up losing a decision? With those explosive guys like that. But he looks sharp as fuck. Southpaw throwing clean three twos. Fast fucking three twos. And he ended up side stomping the guy's knee. That uh, like lead leg, leg stomp. Sean does it. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Oh, it was fucking nasty, dude. It was brutal. Good ass timing when the guy stepped forward. Kind of for a, a lead left hook. Cleo stomped it and just buckled his knee. It was nasty. Yeah, that's, I, we saw the highlight. I didn't watch it. I'm curious to what what it says. Like, if, is if his ACL's blown out? Man, well, guys are good with, with with good timing. That's a devastating kick. You, it really makes your opponent scared to come forward, step forward, and get your fucking knee stomp. Uh, Alex. Yeah, so cool, cool for him. Alex Moreno. This is a kid I've heard from people. That in the gym, it's like they're like they don't know how he's in the UFC. But there's guys like that. There's guys that I've trained with that I've in the training room that I'm like, what the fuck? This guy's gonna get smoked in UFC. But then on UFC Fight Day, they show up and they're game and they're in there. And, and they're and they're best. They look their best on Fight Day, which is pretty cool. Just kind of a a chubbier kid. I think he runs a, a jujitsu academy too and has some students. So. I, He's an exciting kid. I like watching him fight. He always fucking brings it. Finished Cowboy last. Uh, trains at a solid team, 4-7 to seven May, so he's fun to watch. And then the co-main event, the Tom Aspinwall versus this Sergey guy. Sergey took it on short notice. This Tom Aspinwall is a fucking freak, dude. For his size, he's so fucking fast. I'm trying to look exactly here what, how big he is. <clears throat> it's a, oh, he's 6'5", 256 pounds. A black belt in jiu-jitsu. He, he runs a jiu-jitsu program too. 28 years old, born in 1993. But this motherfucker, he, he's very athletic. Surprisingly fast for a heavyweight. He was talking a little bit about his, kind of his mental issues, which, which is cool when people open up about that because every fighter deals with those those mental issues and those doubts going through their head so when guys at the like top level talk about it it's always interesting even more impressive when they talk about it like i have these doubts i have this and then they come back and and perform well so i'm curious to see who he fights next i would not be surprised if in a couple of years he's fighting the uh oh the guy the serial gone Derek Brunson, Darren Till. I think everyone thought Darren Till was going to come fuck Derek Brunson up. 
Darren Till's one of those guys too that bursted on the UFC scene. He had that Patty Pimlet energy, like I'm gonna run through fucking everyone. And then, God, the UFC is just so deep with talent. You get beat up a couple times. You're just like, oh fuck, I have that mentality, but is it true? Am I being delirious? You got to try to be real with yourself, but also keep that confidence. That's why fighters, when they when they're undefeated and they haven't kind of faced that that adversity yet, it's that's when they're. I feel like they're their most dangerous because they're so fucking confident. They haven't lost. There's a lot on the line for them, and and they just have that confidence. And in fighting, the number one thing is your confidence. So it's like Darren Till posted a picture on his Instagram of Charles Oliveira. I think maybe it was Dustin Poirier. But those guys, guys like that, that's why it's just... Did you see it? He posted Bisping. Oh, Bisping. That's right, that's right. But that's why it's like those, those champions that went through fucking... Low lows, Bisping getting just fucking obliterated by Hendo, and then coming back and winning the championship. Those those guys are so fucking impressive, so fucking impressive, especially at that level. Like Bisping with that, like he had money back when he got knocked out by Hendo. He had plenty of money, probably could live a normal life, but just being obsessed with fighting <coughs> and being durable, durable enough, your body holding up enough to where you can do it. But it's sad. I, I don't like seeing guys with that much confidence getting it like kind of just fucking defeated. I, I I don't like seeing I know a lot of people like seeing that because they want to see people get humbled. But it's like, dude, this is a fight business. I love seeing those confident people that are out here getting everybody fucking fired up and talking shit and making the fight exciting to watch. But Derek Brunson, dude, he's 38 years old. I think. Let me look here. 37, January 4th, 1984. But, dude, yeah, Darren Till's a solid 10 years younger than him. Uh, and fucking, yeah, I think everyone thought Till was going to fuck Brunson up, but Brunson was just such a strong, they, they said Till never fought a wrestler like Brunson, and he's traded in England or wherever he's traded in. You don't get to feel that Division One wrestling strength that on a daily too. When someone like Derek Brunson is, is trained at Sanford MMA, they get to feel the the level of those strikers daily. And then, uh, yeah, Darren Till. Oh, Darren Till got taken down, and, and then he started coming back, and he ended up rocking fucking Brunson. And I was like, oh shit, it's gonna be sweet. And then, uh. Brunson did a good job backing, backing him up to the fence. I'll, I've always said it, too, If you, on takedowns. If you have a chance to lock your hands, do it. Especially when people hit hit their back on the fence, you can lock your hands. You can shoot in and lock your hands below their butt. And then it's usually an easy, easy finish. Lift him up and set him down. But DC was talking about it, too, with Brunson, how he'd, he'd put him on the fence, lock his hands, and he'd spin him to the center, which was fucking smart. And it, I don't even know I ever thought about that. But the cage makes it such a advantage to get up. You know, you have this wall here that you can put your hip to and block people from climbing on your back. But Brunson locked his hands, spun him to the center, and now he didn't have that cage to get up. And you can tell Brunson was a black belt in jiu-jitsu. 
the way he was on top and half guard and just smothering till. But it'll be interesting to see if Hill comes back strong like a Bisping or Charles Oliveira or if he's like, fuck, I got this money. I don't have to fucking do this. It's interesting. Always fucking interesting. What else been going on? We've been watching this. Uh... Yeah, Mariah beat me on picks. Yeah, she did. So you guys had a little get together at Sean's last night. Yeah, another one. <laughs> Were any uh, cheeks getting clapped? No comment, Jep. <laughs> Come on, give me something. <laughs> no, we had, nothing happened. Really? Yeah, nothing happened. What'd you guys end up doing? Just they were just drinking, playing beer pong, and then Shane got... was drinking. No, he didn't drink. Oh, he, good. He said he was just drinking. He was just drinking Zivia, and he had a little bit of wine. That was it. Good, good, good. A couple honeys though. Looked like yeah, there's a couple. Yeah, <laughs> there's like three. How late did you guys uh, stay up? Honestly, I left at like nine, bro. I left pretty early. Yeah. They they were getting pretty tired. He's like, I think we shouldn't go to bed. Oh, okay. Were the girls still there? He was out definitely, of course, trying to smash biscuits. He was. Huh? I know for sure he was. It's hard, baby. Boy's a dog. <laughs> yeah, that but his daughter's dog. so sick, so he's just like, fuck. That's the thing. I think the uh, Taquino's son, too, he got the same cold, the RS, RSV cold or whatever. I think it's fucking kids up, right, bro? Yeah, it's just like a back-to-school cold. Oh, okay. Okay. Goes around every year. This yeah. is nothing crazy like COVID or something. Yeah. But for Tim, I think it's worse than COVID. <laughs> dude, no, he's fucking way worse, shit. dude. Not being able to train, but like I said, I'm at the point now where I've accepted what I need to do. I'm not going to let it ruin my fucking whole day. I can still be happy. You know, but uh, uh, we've been watching this show fucking Welcome to Plathville. Okay, I'll, I'll cover it. Chris Moutinho eager to show he's not just a punchy bag in this second UFC fight. They gave him a good match too, a good a good match to where he probably should be able to come back and maybe get the job done. Hopefully, hopefully he doesn't just come in and get fucking whooped on. But yeah, we watch this show. Uh, Welcome to Plathville. It's where they, it's this group of I think I don't know six six kids were raised ten ten kids were raised by this super fucking strict family. Like painfully strict. Religious. And the mom, the mom, she she ran over one of her kids. Like, and the kid was like seventeen months old or something. And she looked in the mirror, looked in the mirror. She, is that funny, Jay? <laughs> Why is that funny? Honestly, like when these shows, I just never know if it's real. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's dude. Like, you just... think I'm that retarded? Dude, like, these bro, guys are some, acting... sometimes shit's scripted, bro. A lot of <laughs> it's scripted. That's why I don't ever trust these shows. No, it's scripted. Trust it's issues. real. <laughs> trust issues. Dude, it's real. It's real. Maybe some things are a little bit scripted. Maybe the producers are like, hey, maybe you, you should do, do that this. again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if do it again because this 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 show's real as fuck, dude. Because I heard um. Was Ryan Sheckler when they used to film him? Did you see that on Steve-O? He said that they would sometimes make him reshoot certain things. He said one time he had to break up with his girlfriend. Like, he really did break up with her. But he said he had to break up with her, like, three times on, on camera. Through yeah. the camera guy kept saying, can you, like, redo that? Yeah. Thing? Well, he really did break up with her, so. But this this one is just like, yeah, well, the mom ended up running over, yeah, her toddler. which Accident. is like, Of course. 
like running. How do you run over your toddler? That's dude. Insane. She looked at the thing. She looked at the. Run but her, it happens actually like quite a bit. I think like on accident. She said she saw him like over there playing. She had the other two kids in the car, and she I think backed up. Yep. And they felt like the bump, and then she pulled him out under. I don't with something like that. I don't. I'd have to go to therapy the next week, dude, because you don't. I don't know how you'd live with a pain like that. I don't know how you'd want to fucking live after you did that. To, like, you're 17 month old, too. So I think after that happened, she really didn't want to lose any more of her kids. So she's trying to do it because she loves them, but overprotective to where they can't have sugar. Of course, no internet, no video games. Very, very strict. No phones. They have to, the girls can only wear like dresses and skirts, they can't wear jeans. They can't wear swimming suits if they go to the beach. Sounds like Amish. Like they're, it's are a, they Amish? No, they're just religious. Huh. And then the kids start getting older. And then the, the daughter and the uh, son end up moving out. And then the older son ends up getting married. And just it, these shows are so interesting because the fucking lack of communication skills that just blow things up. And then like the kid ends up rushing into marriage at 20. Because they can't even kiss unless they're, like, married. married. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, Russ is in a marriage 2021, and then it's, like, we're on the third season, so they're running into issues, like, damn, we're not, like, compatible. And the wife doesn't like his family, so now he can't, they're, like, in a fight with his family, so he can't go see all his siblings. We don't want to give it all away, but. But that's the drama (laughs) that it's coming from. Yeah, but compatibility, like, I even see that with some of my friends, people that. I'm close to. They get married because they think they're supposed to. They fall in love with this person for like six months to a year, and they marry him. They sign the contract, and then and then years down the road, they're like, "Holy fuck, we're just not into the same things. We're just not compatible." Okay, fuck. What should we do? Have a kid. Okay, so have a kid, and now they're staying together for that kid. Like the. Th- so, uh, I think you see it a lot. I think more older school, you see it a lot. I think times are changing a little bit more. Well, you, I feel like you don't really know the person. And, like, when you're that young, you're changing, too. Yeah. So like Fucking if, 21, 22. But I, in their religion and stuff, that's the only way for them to, like, be together, basically. And to fuck. Even kiss. Yeah. But it's funny how like sheltered these kids are. They're they're so entertaining once they get out in the real world and start seeing all this stuff like trying alcohol and getting and, a phone. Yeah, like getting yeah. a phone and then uh, social media. <laughs> you swear. Which one's now? <laughs> a little young tyke. <laughs> Isaac. But dude, it's one of my favorite series that I've watched in a fucking long time. Welcome to Plathville. Check it out. Um, what else? Getting older, getting fucking older, dude. It's weird getting older. When used to constantly in the gym being the young kid, and now I'm the older guy. Thirty-one. How old are you now, Jay? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Are you feeling it? I do. No, like, you, you know what? I'm not like like oh my god, you know what I mean. But I, obviously, I don't feel like I used to feel like nineteen twenty. Oh, like you could, no, but for real, you when you're nineteen twenty, you could eat Taco Bell and Snickers oh, yeah. and go train two hours, and it That's doesn't affect you. Like I could stay up till three four a.m. and wake up 
eight and just be like, let's go. Yeah. I don't think I could ever do that. And then you fill it the next day. Now it's like I go to sleep like 11, 12, (laughs) and I have dips at 9 a.m. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, usually, I feel better than I have before because I'm more in tune with my diet and I'm more in tune with my sleep and I'm more in tune when I need to rest and when I don't need to rest. So I feel like I feel better than when I was that age because I've gotten, my habits have gotten better, I guess. Um, This is an interesting thing that popped up in my uh, book I was reading. And it reminded me of the the weekends and all the shit we've been doing and being around all these influencers and getting a lot of attention. Is what kind of feeling comes upon you when you're in touch with nature or when you're absorbed in work that you love or when you're really conversing with someone whose company you enjoy in openness and intimacy without clinging? What kind of feelings do you have? Compare those feelings with the feelings you have when you win an argument or when you win a race or when you become popular, or when everybody's applauding you. The latter feelings I call worldly feelings. The former feelings I call soul feelings. Lots of people gain the world and lose their soul. Lots of people live empty, soulless lives because they're feeding themselves on popularity, appreciation, and praise. On I'm okay, you're okay. Look at me, attend to me, support me, value me on being the boss, on having power, on winning the race. Do you feed yourself on that? If you do, you're dead. You've lost your soul. Feed yourself on other, more nourishing material. Then you'll see the transformation I've given you. I've given you a whole program for life. That was just a a paragraph of this book. Man, that's fucking good. And that's where we're going to run into a lot of fucking anxiety and depression with kids that have, from early ages, a big following. And the following gets better, gets better. The following goes up. But there's maybe there's a point where the following kind of staggers out or maybe the following starts dropping and they don't, they don't get that attention. Um, what was it say? Oh, what book was that? I think it was the awareness book. But, uh, yeah. It's pretty cool when the people are coming up to you and Sean, having you guys sign the books and stuff that you guys always recommend. Yeah. Oh, that's- yeah, that was good. But it does. It, it and it's definitely your ego, but it makes you feel a certain way when someone comes up and they want to like get a picture with you or they want to, they say, you know what I mean? They give you attention. It's a weird feeling, but it's not like a good feeling. It's not a feeling to look for and want. Maybe a little bit because I guess like those kind of fans bring dollars because if you have a hundred fans like that, that are willing to spend $100 on you every yeah. two months or three months, with whether it's shirt, whether it's merch, 100 times 100, that's 10 grand every two months. So it can turn into a business, but finding out when it's like, okay, not putting your happiness on that, I guess, on your popularity. And that's not the only thing you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're enjoying, yeah, exactly. So you like realize that's not where you're getting your happiness. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was a good a, a good thing that reminded me of. Just because at the point now, especially like Sean, a little bit, but where people are recognizing you, it's like, do you want that? I don't know. 
There's going to get a point where Sean can't even go in public. I know. That's what I was thinking. Too. It's like, dude, it's sweet, but it's like, is it sweet? I don't know. You can't even fucking live normal anymore. It's nice for him right where he lives at now. Cause it's like, not a lot of people know who he is, but some people do, which is nice. But then it's going to get to the point where it's like, oh, for like, oh my God, everybody's going to know who he is. Yeah. He's going to be running around from people. Like, yeah. Cares and be fucking oh, it'll be almost like, God damn, can't go to the like mall TMZ anymore. TMZ shit. Like people are going to just be like, yeah. oh my gosh. Huh? Like, can't go to the mall. Can't go to a restaurant. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck. I don't know if that's a, 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 a good thing. Well, a good thing for sure because he's in the entertainment business. You know yeah. what I mean? He's superstar and equals dollars. Um, what else? Fuck, I've been missing the cold, dude. I haven't been able to do the cold plunge for over a week. Miss yes. that shit. Sean got in there yesterday. Did he? I was like, damn, you're crazy. Did he? Did yeah, those girls get in? All three of them got in at the same time. Topless? Or? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. We wish. God damn it. Um, yeah, I've been rereading the book, uh, The Meditations by Marcus Rillis. You read that book, Jay? No, I think I have it, but I haven't read it. It's a good book, dude. It's a good book. Do you bounce back from a lot of books or what? It's hard. It's kind of That's all I do, dude. When I read in the morning, when yeah. in the evening. That's all I do. I never finish a book fucking because then if i find myself reading something and i'm bored then it's like i'm not probably going to be thinking about it and if i'm not thinking about it then i'm not what what's the point reading it mm-hmm. so a lot of times i'll open up the index and i'll just look what's what i want to th- learn that day or read that day so i'll open that up and I'll, I'll go to a certain chapter put that book down pick up a different book i just read so it's entertaining not like i'm going to read this front to back even if it's fucking boring uh, and I like that reading shit that I'm that I'm into. But stoicism is just so fucking it's such a good thing. You can, you can literally wire your mind to react a certain way to bad things, or you can react to them uh, the way your parents reacted to them, or the way you've seen in movies, and have these fucking crazy blow ups. Or you can be like a stoicism with like a good meditation practice. I just feel it can't be beat. Being able to be present, being able to have have control when something bad happens, not let it fucking ruin everything and just let you get depressed and put you in this big fucking spiral. But I remember when I started f- finding out about stoicism, it was when my jaw was wired wired shut. And I started reading about it. I'm like, man, this is fucking good. And it really helped me get through it. Like Sean's been talking about his uh Invisalign, how it's like give him a headache and it's fucking miserable. I'm like, dude, when my shit was wired shut, I was like, what the fuck? I don't know if I can do this. I might just call it. Yeah, bro, that shit sucks. Braces alone just sucks. Yeah. Because I had mine for like three years and I'm all wired too. And it would be different if I, when I was wired that I was just like, okay. Not Invisalign's wired not that bad though. It just, your, shift, your teeth are just shifting. Yeah. But when you're wired so fucking tight that you feel like your teeth are going to explode and you're getting TMJ for it and you can't even, if you try to talk, you'll just get a blasted headache. Such a bitch. Invisalign is a bitch at first. You get a little headache, but like I said, you adapt to it quick. It's worth it. But yeah, if you guys are dealing with shit, look up. There's there's some basic breakdowns of stoicism. It gets in depth too. About, I mean, it can go in depth and bore you, but if you look up some basic principles and kind of 
just check it out. It, it's really good, especially if you're dealing with shit. Which who is fucking dealing with shit, dude? God damn it. Everything's going like decent for me. I'm sick. I can't go fucking train, but I'm like, whatever, I'm gonna deal with it. And then I get a text from Jax and say the fucking AC's out, okay? <laughs> AC's been going out for like four fucking years at that shithole. <laughs> shit. <laughs> but uh it was like a sauna and they were just And then crazy. and then I find out the Lisa I gotta pay for it. So so I have my neighbor who's AC guy, cool fucking dude, go look at it. He said the whole thing's blown. So a whole new unit, five racks. Five stacks that I got to pay for. And then if I leave, what, they get to keep it or I get to keep it? I yeah. emailed them that. We'll see what they fucking say. Hey, fuck that, I'm out. But, dude, I can't, we can't even go to the gym. It's like with 97 in there the other day. <sighs> Isn't it start of fall already? Yeah. I know. So, I know. It's like, do I fix it out. or do I it's not? It's like 106 this week, yep. though. Yeah, and it's going to be fucking hot in there. So, it's like, so we, bought a, yeah. out, we bought a baby. We bought a little $300. Uh, <laughs> One that hopefully can just cool it down a little bit. But we toughed it out in the garage, didn't we? That's what I'm saying. We could do it, but it's like, God damn. Can't we just fucking train in in some comfort? I know. Imagine like the guy, some new guy came in on Thursday. It was like his first day ever. He's like, Grant. I was like, my bad. I know. We got a lot of new signups last week. I'm like, I'm sorry. Our AC's out. Like, we're getting it fixed. Yeah, we're fucking done. We're not coming anymore. (laughs) Oh, dude. The way the landlord treats you, it's just like, I'll beat the fuck out of you. (laughs) You know who the fuck I am. But, uh, (laughs) no. Could be worse. At least you have, have, at least I have the money to fix it. You know what I mean? Some people with kids or, or they're losing members, people that are just fucking struggling. But how many businesses were like that during COVID that were like, my renter's forcing me to pay this lease and I literally don't have money to. Yeah. So what do I do? I, sh- I shut, shut it down. down. The lease people send you to collections. You deal with the whole fucking thing. You're one of those uh, loans that everybody was getting. <laughs> yeah. What are they called? The PPP, PPP loans. Yeah. yeah. So it could be fucking way worse. Um, about to get a Tesla though, boss. Like you straight, good. I know, <laughs> but the AC. At the <laughs> y'all driving shit. your Tesla, Ding they're like, "Why the fuck is this AC fixed?" <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so bothered. Oh, <laughs> He's like, "I don't know. I'll get fixed soon, whenever." No, what I want to do Little is fuck, fund me. I'll, no, I'll, <laughs> <laughs> you good, You good, Jeb? <laughs> I want to fucking fix that AC, get it cruising for all of us. We got AC, and then when my lease is up. Have a crane take that motherfucker down and put their <laughs> shithole back in there and right, say, "Here you, you go, bitch." You should. That'd be I funny as fuck. How much longer is the lease? Till? Technically, the three more lease years? is three oh. more years. There's, there's no way we can make it. It'll be thirty. Three more years. That means I bet you our <laughs> students will be because we're damn near to right around a hundred members. Oh my God. But we'll have two hundred, two fifty. That's why. You know, if the summer comes around and, oh, COVID got us good, brother. We got to go. <laughs> and then we dip. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to move into a new place. I was looking at some places yesterday. Higher ceilings. Could fit a cage. Put some bags. A little bit of weight room. Same okay, like a little further or what? No. One, one right by kind of similar, by drift, right over the 60 there. Uh, so, yeah, definitely. By summer, I would love to be out of there. But I've been looking it up, how to break leases, if I have to pay out, if I have to do shit. But it's like. Does that fuck up your credit? I heard that fucks up your credit when you break a lease. Is it the same as like yeah, an apartment? You just have to pay it off and you're good? It doesn't yeah. really fuck up your credit as yeah. long as you pay it off. Yeah. Right? 
So uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'm gonna, I should just get that. My neighbor's cool as fuck, so he got this thing. He can hook me up. Five grand's a good deal for all the work, a brand new, like, quality AC system that I can move to my house if I want to. But uh, So I'll probably just get it fixed. But it's like, okay, there's two more weeks of heat, right? I think it wasn't the last day of summer, like today or yesterday. No, sure. not till like the 21st. Oh, really? <laughs> it still will be hot in October, yeah. but it'll start to cool off more at night. Yeah. yeah. That's true. It'll be helpful, though, for sure. Yeah, for sure. God damn. It's such a bitch train to that gee when it's 100 degrees, though, bro. Uh, no. It feels like your skin's literally burning. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, look how tough it made everyone train into that garage last summer. Toughen them up big time. Anytime you're going through tough shit like that and you're just uncomfortable, it's like that's a that's some training for your mental toughness right there, baby. Um Yeah. I think jujitsu's tough enough without that yeah. extra heat. I know. I feel I feel that too. I think that's just like the next level of toughness. <sighs> it's good for competition. Everyone oh, can yeah. lose weight. Not everybody's a competitor though, you know. Yeah. Well, then I feel yep. bad for the little kids. Oh, like, Friday, oh, I'm like, just don't even put your geese on. Like, yeah. it's too hot. Whoa. What the hell's happening? Very sweet, Al. Mike, Mike. Uh, so, yeah, other than that, I don't know. <laughs> We're at 37. That's good. But, uh, yeah, my dad, my dad's dog. What the? Oh, God. Jay. The devil's upon us. Oh, God. Joel, Joel, we need you. Give me something, Joel. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. It's okay to feel anger. It's okay to feel hurt, to feel disappointment, but it's not okay to let those feelings stay. You can't bring them so close to you that you wake up the next morning upset. Ooh. Wanting to pay somebody back, not excited about your future, that's going to poison your life. Keep it on the outside. Don't let it in your inner sanctuary. A friend of mine is fighting cancer. He's had several surgeries, gone through chemo and radiation. There's a lot of turmoil on the outside. He could be upset, worried, discouraged. He's just as calm and peaceful. He still has his sense of humor. He's learned this principle to not let the turmoil get on the inside. He's protecting his inner sanctuary. See, ships don't sink because of the water around them. Ships sink because of the water that get in them. A ship can be in the ocean and have hundreds of miles of water in every direction. The waters can be cold, choppy, rough, big waves. Water around them is not a problem. But if that ship lets what's on the outside get on the inside, then it is a major problem. It will sink. We can Thank you for that, Joel. A little reminder to not let it inside, baby. Not let it take you over. So, Jax, what kind of dog is your dog, Oliver? I don't know what he is. He's like, it's <coughs> funny because when Lisa, Lisa got him, they said it was a teacup, supposedly. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Nah. Yep. Same with when she when she got there, I wish I was there because she said she bought off some two knuckleheads, and she was like, "Oh, this is uh, this is a teacup," and they kind of just stayed quiet. I would have asked for discount. I would have asked like for half price or something. Because he's probably a little ten, 10 pounds. You think? Yeah. 
He's got a nut sack bigger than fucking Dallas's head. Fuck he does, champ. Crazy. Uh, good dog. Hell no. Decent. Think he's better than Eckert? He... Better trained? No, probably not better than Eckert. Because I feel like he flips out on other dogs. Like he just like, tries to kill them and shit. I think we dogs. had him during quarantine. He's like a little socially awkward with it. For yeah, like a little homeschool well, kid. And he has his yeah. balls, and he's a little dog. Yeah, Nissan wants to get rid of his balls, and I'm just like, do it. <laughs> Maybe that'll help him like chill out. Because you guys it cut does. Eckerd's balls, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of fucked up that it's concept, huh? Like, who thought? Who was the first one to be like, let's cut our animals? Oh balls my god! Off. When Eckert came home, he had a little bit more of a. A little bit of a gay wiggle to him. I'm like, no, my son. <laughs> no, but dude, they cut your sack off. It's wild to think about, huh? It's cra- crazy, like when, like, the whole uh, being circumcised shit too. You know, yeah. Cutting your penis like. Oh god! Off. Literally just cut it. That sucks. Like, who came up with that? I don't Probably know. Probably Oh shit! <laughs> Why is everything on me? What the fuck? <laughs> um. Yeah, my dad's poodle had puppies though, and we're thinking about getting a little girl. They have this, these two colored blonde ones. Are you ones. get another puppy? Damn. Tempted. tempted. I told Adisa we should get another dog for Oliver, but she's like, I'm going to be the one taking care of it. That's why I told Tim. I I'm said, like, if you right. promise to get up in the middle of the night with a puppy, he's not. He's going to be sleeping. Exactly. The yeah, only I'm reason. the one who gets up. That's my dad's pups. So keep him in the family. You can and see him grow up. You don't, They don't shed, they're smart dogs. But another big dog, and who's gonna pick up all the dog poop? Dallas never it's had a dog. Dog, I've had a dog. I've had a dog before <laughs> when I was a kid. Dallas never had a dog. Are you listening to what so I just said? So you hate animals? Huh? No, I don't hate animals. But I want to get a dog. Ask him how he took care of his dog. It was, he just oh. kept in the backyard every day. Well, yeah, he was meant to be in the back. Damn. It's hot out. So no love, huh? Yep. I was a kid, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you were to get a dog, what kind would you get, Dallas? I don't know, man. I have a couple ideas. Like either like a pug or something. That'd be cool. Ah, fuck that. They dude. snore so loud. That too, and you I heard breathe. it's fucked up. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like a Shih Tzu or something. That'd be kind of cool. cool. My Bernie Doodle, my little Beetle too. Oh, kids, dude. And I could leave him at home. I could leave him at home and go do something. I don't have to pack this little human baby with me, and it's just crying the whole time. It's crazy how dogs just love you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like they just love you. I think even Ooh. if you're a dick to them, they still love you because you're the owner. I feel. Is it because you're the one who feeds them? Yeah, maybe. That's what I thought it, it could be. They get excited when you come home because do they know they're going to eat? Yeah, but and if... they give you that love because they know you're going to feed them. With Beetle, she always loves me, but she could be working us over. Well, she we... does <laughs> try to work us over because she's a good beggar. But if she was like in a kennel and someone was feeding her, like she would be like sad because it's not us. I think it's like yeah. over... Yeah, would I don't she? think it's because they oh my God, feed yes. If someone was giving her beef jerky... I Dude. think she'd eat it up and be like, yeah, oh, but then she'd cool. like leave. She yeah, wouldn't want to like wanna... love on yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. You guys oh. ever watch the dog movies and stuff? Or no? Like, have you seen Marley and Me? Oh my God, that made me cry. I only oh, yeah. watched it one time. You're a dog. Oh, I could. Yeah, I watched you it once. It's so sad. I think I have. I'm you sure. Watch it again. Dude, I hate those ones. Just watch a little movie like that. You hate them? Why? Because they make you cry. Yeah, I'm just like, No, but I do, dude. They'll fucking pull them out of you. Little pull we watched idea. Corella. Did you watch it again? Corella on Disney Plus. Yeah, that was good. It was good. That was fucking well like made. Film, yeah, God, editing, dude. The way you edit, seeing people's edits, it's like such a fucking art. I know. Such an art. This such a skill. Such a 
in-depth thing. People don't even know what goes into one edit. I feel like it's it's very like jujitsu. There's a lot of like layers. Yeah. Very like. It's insane. It's fucking awesome talent to have, especially in this day and age. But uh, your little edits you guys do with the 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 thirty five millimeter cameras are sick. I don't know how many people are doing that. Fucking nice. So what'd you guys do yesterday with uh? These said you guys do some uh, thrifted. Yeah, we just slept in till probably like twelve. Yeah. We were like fuck it for the weekend, we'll do whatever. Nice. Got crazy, slept in, and then woke up, uh, had a little munch, coffee, and then yeah, we just thrifted all day. Went to my mom's, hung out. Day before that, we just went to the movies. Have you guys been to the movies lately or no? How's it? I've always loved going to movies though since I was a kid. So. I did too. That's yeah. Like but how's the theater? Is not just normal. I feel like it's normal, yeah. Yeah, it's everyone like, can sit next to each yeah, other. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Nice. That's good. Oh, uh, just dude, just been fucking sitting there, sitting there. I move from the bed, I wander to the to the fridge sometimes, grab myself a little melon. Ryan makes a little snack, and I wander back to the room and just fucking flop. Yeah, but we've been having good food. Yeah. You were gaming yesterday too. Right? I've I've been enjoying my time with you. You were gaming. Uh, I did get a little stream in, stream in a little hour and a half stream, but uh. Yesterday was like the first day you were kind of moving more. Out of bed. Yeah, because before you'd like kind of get out of bed and you're like, my head's pounding. I need to go lay down. You still do that red light shit, Tim? Yeah, yep. I was doing that uh, yesterday a bit. Do the red light. I enjoy it in the morning, hanging upside down. This guy named Laird Hamilton, super smart guy, big on health. He owns this uh, yeah, food stuff. He yeah, does coffee company and superfood stuff. He said he hangs up upside down sometimes twenty minutes a day. I'm like, damn, just getting the gravity off your spine. Get your blood flowing the other way. But I do that right in the morning with my red light therapy. And it uh, wakes me up good. And I enjoy it. So, all right, guys. Happy Labor Day. And uh, sponsored, wait, episode eight, sponsored by Red Hawk Academy. Patreon.com slash Red Hawk Academy. And the TimboMerch.com and product. Are are you still doing the pre-sale on your shorts and uh, stuff? I think yesterday was the last day, but I'll be doing more stuff this week. Jay got some sweet little uh, shorts, grappling shorts. My favorite grappling shorts I've been wearing is the product ones you gave me. And then uh, uh, got some cool colors. We got the blood, crip colors. <laughs> so you can rep who you rep, baby. And let them know. Let them fucking know. Okay, that is... Hey, if you guys like and subscribe, it helps a lot. We're almost 10,000 followers. And uh helps helps out a lot if you enjoy it. If not, then uh all good, baby. All right. See you guys next week. Peace.